It's always a great night when your must-play is a complete dud and your stay-away is awesome. Thank you very much, Giannis. I'm Heath Cummings, he's Mike McClure, and this is going to be a better night. Right, Mike? It is. It's going to be a much better night. we got 12 games. It's the last real slate before the All-Star game. It's a fun night. It's also usually a very, very weird night. The nice thing is you shouldn't have to worry too much about rest because these guys mostly are going to get a ton of time off. We do have quite a bit of news already. John Wall and Tim Frazier both out, which would think, man, that'd be a lot of minutes for Tomas Sadoransky. Well, he is questionable. So is Markeith Morris. So the Wizards will be waiting on their information a little later in the day. Jamichael Green, Chandler Parsons, questionable for Memphis. Joe Johnson and Brandon Wright, questionable for the Rockets. Chris Dunn is probable for the Bulls. Devin Booker, Tyson Chandler, Troy Daniels, all questionable for the Suns. I kind of feel like none of those guys are going to play. Ricky Rubio, questionable for the Jazz. Draymond and Kevin Looney, questionable for Golden State. We don't know who's going to coach them either. Let maybe one of the uh, fans coach tonight's game. And then Yusuf Nurkic, questionable with like one entire side of his body is hurting. Yeah. So uh, that's a lot of questionables. It's not necessarily a lot of outs. And it leads to a situation where we don't really have a great feel for the must plays right now. Is that right? Yeah, it's very difficult to lock in a must play yet because there's going to be some news and, you know, it's going to, you know, it's always a crazy night when it's the night before the all-star break like this. But with 12 games, it is very difficult to lock in must plays at this point. Yeah, well, the thing I like about, and I've generally had more success on bigger slates. I know a lot of people like like that nine game slate where it's right in the middle of this and what we've had for the most part here lately. I really like it when we have this many games because I don't have to worry so much in tournaments about who's going to be 40% owned and who do I have to think about fading if I want to get an edge on everybody else. Nobody can be 40% owned because there's like 17 good plays at every position. Yeah, I, I mean, I would never say nobody because there could be an injury situation that does sure. let one guy be there. But uh, right now it's looking like you're right, though. Nobody's going to be significantly higher owned than the field tonight. So that, you know, if you're someone who likes tournaments and stuff, this is definitely a slate for you. So I will ask you one thing because I, I do believe one of the Portland Trailblazers is going to be uh, a must-play player. Can you tell me... Is Clay Thompson going to guard Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum? Uh, I don't know for sure, but my guess is that he still guards CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard would be the guy that you would want in this Because game. Golden State is a pretty good defensive team. They've been awful against shooting guards this year. I believe because they generally give Clay the more difficult assignment and Steph tries to hide on a shooting guard. Right. If you try to hide Steph on CJ McCollum, he is going to have a monster night. So I, one of those two guys I expect to have a very big night tonight and will be my bus, must play. Maybe I'll come up with a different one before we get to the end of the show. Do you have a stay away of the day, though? Um, As far as stay aways go, uh, are we going to just stick I with guess, Andre Drummond until we're right? Well, I'd like to do that, yes. I mean, that's where I want to say. I, you know, it's getting a little annoying that he continues to play that way. He should not be. And the matchup is not in my favor in terms of fading him against Atlanta. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I'll a... go with it. I'm going to say Andre Drummond is the stay away of the day. Well, I knew it was either going to be Andre Drummond or Joel Embiid. That's the only two guys that you've ever actually given on this show. 
Right, right. Uh, and Joel is uh, questionable to play, so well, I mean, he's going to play probably, but he's got an ankle injury that he's been nursing. Uh, I'll say Drummond. One more center question. Does this count as a revenge game for Dwight Howard? Uh, yes, it does. Like every time he goes back to Orlando for the ne- for the rest of his career, he, he still gets to be angry at them. I think so, yeah. Okay, and I think maybe it's a revenge game for DeAndre Jordan because he's mad at the Celtics for not getting him off of the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I think DeAndre, he has several little revenge games, and this is definitely one of them. Um, but, again, he's going up against Al Horford and the Celtics, who are the best team against centers. Real quick, top scorer on the slate. This is an easy choice since there's 12 games and, like, every star in the NBA almost is playing. So who who is your top scorer? Uh, I'll take Anthony Davis against the Lakers. Uh, he's at home. You know, in terms of scoring and scoring fantasy points, I love the way that the scoreskeeper works in New Orleans. Uh, they're very generous with blocks and steals awarded to Anthony Davis. Uh, and that helps in fantasy. So give me Anthony Davis, top overall score. And if I was going to argue, I would probably choose James Harden going up against Sacramento also at home. He could, this could be one of those games where he gives you 60 and three quarters. So let's just move over to the sports line odds page real quick and just get through these games. Feel free, Mike, when I go through the games, if there is a game that you're just not interested in, just say pass and we'll move on because we've got way too many to get through and not enough time to do it. The Lakers are at New Orleans. We just talked about Anthony Davis, and Mike says he may be the top scorer on the slate. 229.5 is the highest over-under on the slate. Pelicans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Neither of these teams are good defensively. The Pelicans specifically... Terrible against guards and power forwards. Who are you most interested in this game besides Davis? Uh, Julius Randle's the guy that pops off the most for me. Uh, ever since, you know, really right before the trade deadline, he's been getting more, he has more minutes, everything's more secure. Uh, and I think that that's going to continue now that Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson are out of town. Uh, so I think Julius Randle is the, uh, is the guy that uh, you should be looking at for the Lakers, at least. Now, interesting situation. He's a, actually a better price on FanDuel at 7000 versus 7400 on DraftKings. But on DraftKings, obviously, you have more flexibility. He's power forward and center eligible. You've got that utility. On FanDuel, he's just center eligible, and you only get to play one of those. Yeah, that becomes a major problem. And for that reason, I think he's a little better play on DraftKings. Um, you know, I'll probably play him a little bit on both sites, but... You know, I certainly think it's a lot easier to get him in on DraftKings because of that position flexibility. And the extra 400 is, you know, while it's not ideal, it's not something that I'm going to lose any sleep over. I do think this sets up as one of the better options for stacking. As far as a game stack, obviously it's the highest over-under. It's two terrible defensive teams. It could still be a close game, though. I Like, you want to start a DraftKings lineup with Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, and Drew Holiday. I think that makes a lot of sense. The very next thing you've got to do, though, is find some value. And I wonder if you see any value in this game, uh, cheaper options that will be a better place. Um, there might be. I, you know, the problem I have with that is, you know, with 12 games and knowing there's injury news coming, there's probably going to be better value plays that pop up. Uh, but I, I do like what you said with uh, Drew Holiday. He is someone that I will certainly be looking at from this game on both sides. Um, another guy, I feel like we should mention him, especially considering it's Valentine's Day, uh, Josh Hart. Oh, with nice. the holiday and the Hart. Uh, so I think that Hart is a fine play on either side. Uh, he's still getting minutes even after the trade, so I, I like Josh Hart also. I, I don't think you should sleep on Isaiah Thomas. He's 5,800 over on DraftKings. 
um, said that he finally had his first real practice of the season. He, it is so weird. Like you would think if any coach in the NBA would like Isaiah Thomas and they would get along, it would be Lou. But yeah. they apparently really do not like each other. It's really, really strange. And uh, I do agree with you, though. I will have some Isaiah Thomas tonight. Uh, maybe even in cash games, depending on how things shake out. Like I said, at this point, I'm really just kind of hoping some more value, like, definitely opens up. Um, but I, I think Isaiah Thomas is certainly worth a look, especially on DraftKings. Point guard and shooting guard eligible, 5,800. Uh, you know, played 31 minutes in the first game there, 33 fantasy points. I think you should expect a similar night tonight. How do you feel about Miritich and Brandon Ingram? Uh, you know, again, guys that I, I like, they're not really value plays, right. but what I could see doing with this game is actually kind of fading Anthony Davis and loading up on these mid-range guys like Drew Holiday, Miritich, Ingram, even Hart, Isaiah Thomas. Like, I could see you building a game stack of this game that does not include Anthony Davis. I am doing exactly that right now. And we have a lineup with Drew Holiday, Isaiah Thomas, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Josh Hart, Nikolai Miritich. We need a center and a utility, and we have 9,900 left, and that's going to be our DraftKings lineup for the night. Which like also means we're going to go ahead and plug Anthony Davis in on FanDuel, because I don't want to have a night with no exposure to him. So let's move on to Golden State at Portland. Warriors five and a half point favorites, 225.5 is the over-under Portland has been very good against point guards this year, for, kind of for the same reason, though, I believe, that Golden State's been terrible against shooting guards. They, the Portland likes to do that same thing, where they will just switch. I would expect Damian Lillard's going to just try to stay with Clay Thompson and watch him shoot threes over him. Uh, yeah, I think that that's definitely what's going to happen here. So I, I think that Clay Thompson, you know, on the Warriors' side of it, I think Clay's in a really good spot here. Uh, he's definitely going to be able to shoot over Lillard all night. I do agree that it's going to be Lillard that defends him. Uh, this is a good spot for Clay Thompson. Okay, and he's 6,500 on FanDuel. Um, I think we may just lock him into the lineup as well. How do you feel about Curry versus Lillard? Do you prefer one or the other? Um, the problem is, you know, they both are going to be seeing the other team's best defender, and it's not each other. Uh, they are going to probably end up attempting to trade baskets back and forth but I will lean towards Damian Lillard because I do think that in Steph's case Clay has such a great matchup Durant is Kevin Durant he's still going to take usage and he's still going to be able to do his thing in this matchup uh, but especially if Nurkic is out Lillard is still going to have to score the basketball a little more than Curry will so I'll take Damian Lillard assuming that Draymond does not play tonight Last time we talked about it, Draymond was uh, doubtful, and we kind of talked about how nobody was really stepping up as, in the absence of Jordan Bell to be that uh, guaranteed contributor. Omri Caspi made us look silly. 19 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists against Phoenix, 33 FanDuel points. If Draymond's out, is Caspi somebody you're considering as a value play right now? Absolutely. And to further that, if, you know, we also see Looney is questionable as well. He's the guy that we thought might get the run. Uh, I guess he had a little bit of an injury concern prior to that game and kind of re-aggravated it there. If he doesn't play as well, then I think Caspi becomes a must play. Uh, he would definitely be my must play of the day if Draymond Green were to be ruled out for this game. And he is 3,900 on FanDuel, just 4,000 over on DraftKings. Uh, any interest in McCollum or Kevin Durant? 
Uh, I mean, I think that you can be interested in McCollum. The only way you're doing that, though, is if you're assuming that they stick Clay Thompson on Damian Lillard. Uh, and, you know, to be fair, the Warriors are probably going to really, you know, if, if, if uh, Draymond, I mean, if Damian Lillard gets hot, they're probably going to pull Clay and put him over there on him. Right. But I, I don't, you know. So for that reason, I think McCollum's a good tournament play, but I'm not interested in playing him over Drew Holiday or Clay Thompson. That's what I was going to say is like Clay and McCollum are, $400 apart, which seems like maybe that's a little underpriced for McCollum, but he hasn't been yeah. very good lately. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's certainly underpriced, but this is not the matchup to, uh, to put him in, so I'm gonna fade McCollum tonight for the most part. And if Nurkic is out, there's not really anybody we like to fill that void because of the matchup? Uh, not really. There's, you know, not at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, Alfred Camino maybe gets a little bump, but you know, not somebody that we're jamming in lineups like we would be Omri Caspi if, say, Draymond was out. Okay. The uh, next highest over under, Toronto at Chicago, 218.5. Raptors are six and a half point favorites. Is this a game we can ignore? Uh, it's weird that we can't ignore it, but the real reason we are ignoring it is Chris Dunn is scheduled to return for the Chicago Bulls, and that's really going to mess things up in the backcourt, which is where we've been focused on the Bulls with Levine and Jerry and Grant and... You know, I would love to build my all Valentine's Day lineup with Denzel Valentine, uh, right. but we can't do that tonight. So let's move on. I absolutely agree. Sacramento at Houston. We're probably not going to avoid this one. Rockets are 14 and a half point favorites and over under of 218. Is there anybody on the Kings you're considering? Uh, I mean, honestly, Darren Fox. Uh, you know, we've seen some. Decent games from point guards against Chris Paul in the last week or so, which doesn't make a ton of sense, but I'm just going to attribute that to heading into the All-Star break and, you know, the increased pace of play. Uh, but I, I think that De'Aaron Fox is someone that you can look at still, but other than that, I don't think I have a ton of interest in the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Harden was probably your second favorite star tonight behind Anthony Davis, is that right? Uh, yes, he is, and now it looks like Eric Gordon is also questionable. He was just added to the injury report. Uh, if he doesn't play, that's a little bit of a bump to Harden, but also give a bump to uh, Gerald Green if we needed another small forward, which we really didn't, but there's a bump to Gerald Green. Oh, absolutely, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those games where Buddy Heald gets hot. Um, he has not yeah. been very consistently playing a lot of minutes lately, but he in 21, 22 minutes, he's shown an ability to get you 16 actual points and then maybe do some things as well. So not a terrible matchup for Heald, 5,000 on FanDuel, and nobody's going to play him, I wouldn't suppose. Are you ready to move on from this game as well? Uh, yeah, I think that we can definitely move on from this game. Uh, you know, always worth saying you can play James Harden, Chris Paul, and Clint Capella in a tournament pretty much any night. The so. Pacers are four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Nets with an over-under a 214.5. The Nets are an absolute disaster defensively, the worst team against point guards, the worst team against centers, the third worst team against power forwards. So which pacer are you interested in? Uh, it's really hard to say. I mean, I, I wish it could be Corey Joseph. I wish that he would just do what he's supposed to do when he's given this opportunity. <laughs> just do and, uh, something. Anything. Like, if if I thought he could get me even, like, 20 fantasy points reliably, I would probably play him. But, man, he, you know, he's going to have a great game here soon. I, I hope that I'm a part of it. I don't know. I think that I, you know, at this point in the day, I'm still considering using him just because of the salary. Uh, he hasn't put up 24 fantasy points. He's only put up 24 fantasy points once in the last 10 games. And, you know, maybe this is the time to do it. 
I, I, I you know, what are you, what are your thoughts on Corey Joseph tonight? I, I'm not doing it. I, I, it. I quit Corey Joseph. Um, I'm, I do also need to apologize to Victor Oladipo, the Oladipo family, and all of his fans for saying that he was not a star, he did not deserve to be a $10,000 player. 60 fantasy points two games ago, 73.1 in his last game against the Knicks, at least 50 in three of the last four games he's played in, and an outstanding matchup against the Nets. We probably should talk more about Victor Oladipo. Uh, yeah, I like Victor Oladipo a lot. You might call me crazy, but I might prefer Victor Oladipo to James Harden tonight. Uh, just because of the salary savings. You know, if we're talking about playing them on draft, I'm probably going to draft James Harden first, so obviously. But on salary cap site here, I think that Victor Oladipo is really, really close to James Harden in terms of value tonight. And you, you bring up draft. Look, we play DFS on the salary cap sites. A lot of this show is about the salary cap sites, but we really love playing on draft. The draft app is awesome. If you're not playing DFS on draft, you're making a mistake. People love fantasy because they love snake drafts and they love winning money. And that's what you get with draft. You're 80% more likely to win on draft than you are on salary cap sites. And with draft, you can play every day. There are always contests to join. And of course, you get to do snake drafts. We So we really love playing on draft, and I know you will too. Now check out this deal. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use our promo code, SPORTSLINE. That's right, playing a real money draft for free just by using our promo code SPORTSLINE. Also, Draft is giving our listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in the App Store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with the promo code SPORTSLINE. Do we need to talk about anybody on the Brooklyn Nets side of things? Um, not really for me, but I guess one more pacer we could talk about is Thad Young because I do love my revenge games, and... This is a little bit of a revenge game for Thad Young. He's played pretty well recently, and the matchup really couldn't get much better in terms of just playing a team that isn't very efficient. So there's a lot of rebounds. There's a lot of blocks and steal opportunities. Uh, I like Thad Young. And, and he fits nicely on either side. Not not somebody you're going to put in a Stars and Scrubs lineup, but definitely for the more balanced build. Charlotte, five-point favorite at Orlando, 214 over under. It's a... Long, long time ago, revenge game for Dwight Howard, but he's like as team petty as anyone in the league, so I'm sure that he yeah. still uh, definitely believes in that. We do not expect Aaron Gordon to play, right? Right, yes. He is uh, not going to play. Vucevic still out. Um, same old story for the Orlando Magic. So one, or maybe even two, of uh, DJ Augustine, Shelvin Mack, Evan Fournier, Jonathan Simmons and Mario Hazonia is going to score 40 fantasy points tonight. Yes. That is the way it has worked for the last week. There has been no real rhyme or reason. In fact, I think we had a game where Simmons and Hazonia both topped 30 in their last game. Who's your favorite of these two? Excuse me. Hazonia had 51. Uh, probably Hazonia, I guess. Uh, you know, we've seen a little bit higher ceiling out of him now, I guess. So. You know, I think that people might play Jonathan Simmons over him just to save the $400. So I think Mario Hazonia is the guy out of those two I prefer. I think my problem with that is that those guys are going to be in the same vicinity of the court as Nick Batum. Yeah. And Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And those guys, I don't know what, how much opportunity they're going to get. I'm, I may take a swing 
if I need to go cheap somewhere tonight with one of the point guards, assuming we, again, we're both expecting there's going to be a lot of injury news and this will not be an issue. But if we don't get a lot more injury news and there are not a lot of value plays that pop up, I think Shelvin Mack might be a guy at 4,800 on FanDuel that I look to to save a little money. Yes, I agree with you completely. You know, out of all of the Orlando guys, you know, I was just saying I prefer Hazonia over Simmons. I think if I'm playing one of them, Shelvin Mack is probably the guy that I'm playing just because of the position and the price. Uh, you know, he's going to play 25 to 30 minutes, probably right around 25. Um, someone that I think, you know, at this point in the day, until we get injury news, I do agree with you. I think he's someone that you should have on your radar as one of your core players at the point guard position. Any interest in the Charlotte side of this game? Uh, not really, no. I don't, uh, you know, a lot of mouths to feed. We think that this might be a good spot for Howard in a revenge, but I, I just don't think that you're playing them on either FanDuel or DraftKings tonight. Clippers at Celtics. Celtics are a five point favorite, 210.5 over under. The, the two Clippers we really consider playing on, on a nightly basis are Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan. The Celtics are absolutely the best defensively at shooting guard and at center. So that makes it difficult. Gallinari, I guess, would probably be the most appealing Clipper tonight. Uh, yeah, I think Gallinari is the most appealing Clipper, and he's really not that appealing just because of the position. There are just so many options at small forward. And, you know, we've mentioned some of the injuries that we're looking at, and the spots that are going to open up are going to be guys at small forward. So I don't think there's any way I can play Gallinari at this point. I will have some Austin Rivers exposure. Uh, he's still just 5,200. We thought maybe his minutes would go down a little bit with Teodosic coming back. He played 35 minutes against the Nets. He has at least 24.9 FanDuel points in each of his last three games since he returned from injury. He's underpriced. And this is a... One of my favorite types of revenge games, the familial revenge game. His dad coached the Celtics. Now Austin Rivers is going to take revenge on the Celtics. Uh, I like it. I will say that I prefer him over DJ Augustine, who we kind of mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like Austin Rivers. I think at this point in the day, he does make a nice play if you need someone at point guard. I'm probably fading the Celtics. Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown's a decent spot, but there's just no real reason to go there and not enough upside with 12 games, so... Okay. I'm avoiding the Celtics. Hawks are at Detroit. We talked about Andre Drummond and outstanding matchup for him. We got a 209.5 over under. Pistons are eight and a half point favorites. I don't know that I have a lot of interest in this game. Yeah, not a lot of interest here in this game. You know, the only place I'm interested is when I'm doing my drafts. I, you know, I think that we're going to end up having to use Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin probably in draft tonight. Uh, Torian Prince is the only guy that I could see punting with, but again, he plays small forward and there's so many value plays there, so not very interested in the Atlanta Hawks. And, um, let's move on to Phoenix at Utah. Jazz are 12 and a half point favorites, 209.5 over under. Alfred Payton, an absolute monster in Phoenix. And we've seen him do things before. Like this is not completely out of the ordinary when he's got minutes and he's on a team especially with Booker off the floor where there's really nobody else that needs to have the ball in his hand. He's going to make a lot of mistakes, but he's going to give you a lot of fantasy points. Uh, yes, he is. And he, you know, he is underpriced for the opportunity that he's had here. Uh, you know, you really just got to watch the injury news. They say Devin Booker is questionable. Um, and Troy Daniels would eat into the minutes just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to take a wait and see approach at least to this afternoon. Uh, I think that there's still, you're still better off playing some of those guys like Austin Rivers and in that real mid-range more. Uh, 
Right. Uh, but I, I think that Elf is a fine tournament play, though. And kind of the same thing, I assume, with TJ Warren, with Josh Jackson. If Booker's out again, you have to consider them. But it's a huge, huge pace down game for them. This is not the spot that you play the Suns when they don't have just phenomenal value. Yeah, no, definitely not to play the Suns. Uh, you can look to play some of the Utah Jazz, and that's going to be with Joe Ingles and then also Royce O'Neal, who we correctly predicted would have the opportunity. He did not really do anything with the opportunity in the 38 minutes that he played against San Antonio. Uh, I do expect him to be more efficient against Phoenix. So I think he's someone that you should look to go back to. I think Royce O'Neal is someone that's going to provide some value. It's a lot different story here tonight when he's playing against Phoenix as opposed to San Antonio. I love Jay Crowder tonight. 4,400. He's played 28 and 33 minutes in his first two games in Utah. And this is the type of team that Jay Crowder can just do a bunch of things against. There will be turnovers to be taken. There will be rebounds to be had. He'll give you 12, 15 real points. And I, I think he's very safe at 4,400 on FanDuel and frankly has like eight times upside. I agree with you completely, especially now that uh, Ricky Rubio has been ruled out. Uh, that's going to help a lot. That just happened as we're on the show here. So also can mention Donovan Mitchell. Okay, we're going to run through the last couple games real quick, and we'll get to our draft. OKC is at Memphis. We've got an over-under of 208. Thunder are four-point favorites. I think we can mostly fade this game, but I just want to know, is this an opportunity to get Russell Westbrook at low ownership? Uh, yeah, definitely an opportunity to get him at low ownership. Uh, I'm definitely going to take him in our draft here in a couple minutes, but, and, you know, maybe in a tournament, that's something you can do, but certainly not a cash game play today. And just totally staying away from Memphis? Uh, yeah, at this point, you know, I, you know, they keep saying guys are questionable and everything. I, I really want to get to the all-star break and evaluate things there with Memphis, just like they want to. So right. I, I don't think there's any motivation for Memphis tonight. Washington at the Knicks, they're four and a half point favorites, 207.5 over under. I know you want to play Michael Beasley. You always want to play Michael Beasley. They could price Michael Beasley at like $12,000 and put him on the bench and Mike would still be a Michael Beasley guy. Oh, absolutely. Michael Beasley is one of the best players in the NBA right now, and nobody can argue that with me. Okay, he he has usage like one of the best players in the NBA, and that's what matters a lot here in DFS. So I like Michael Beasley. A little bit of a revenge narrative. He loves to play against the Wizards because he's from D.C. And then we also talked about on the Wizards side of the ball, Bradley Beal is going to see even more increased usage with Tim Frazier out. Sadoransky's questionable. You know, there's a lot there. You just need to follow us on Twitter, get over to Sportsline, and see what we're going to do with the Wizards as that news comes out. And then Miami at Philadelphia, yuck, gross. This game is awful. Uh, yeah, no real interest in this game for me. Okay, real good. We have just a second for the all-tournament team. We'll try to get through that quickly. It's uh, everybody's all-tournament team because the ownership's going to be low, right? Yes. I'll say Elf is going to have low ownership. I like him at point guard on the all-tournament team. You all right with that? I'm all right with it, but I also like Kyle Lowry. Let's uh, let's check out shooting guard, though. Okay. At shooting guard, uh, who do you got? Um, I'll take Tyreek Evans. Uh, that's exactly whose page I had pulled up, so that's perfect. We'll go with Tyreek Evans at shooting guard. At small forward, I guess we look at somebody like maybe Golinari? Uh, yes, Gallinari is the guy that I like a lot here, so I'm all aboard. And then power forward, I mean, Miritich is just always all-tournament team because he could give you 60 or he can give you 10. Mm-hmm. And, I like Miritich. Okay, and then I don't. At center, 
There are a lot of options, but I might say Hassan Whiteside because he hates Joel Embiid so much. That is the guy I have pulled up as well. Whiteside is by far the best uh, all-tournament team at center. Okay, our FanDuel lineup. We've got De'Aaron Fox, Austin Rivers, Clay Thompson, Drew Holiday, Omri Caspi, Michael Beasley, Thaddeus Young, Anthony Davis is at center. I need a power forward. We have 5,900 remaining. That gets you Derek Favors, who I don't think is awful. That gets you Surge. It gets you Bam. Is there somebody you like that's just a little bit less? Uh, at this point in the day, it's going to be Derek Favors for me, especially with Ricky Rubio being out. Okay. Uh, just gives him some more opportunity and usage, which we saw him in the last few games, scoring 36 and 39. So lock in Derek Favors there. On DraftKings, we've got Drew Holiday, Isaiah Thomas, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Josh Hart, Nikolai Miritich, and Omri Caspi. That's right. We've got the Lakers, Pelicans, stack with Omri Caspi at the utility. I can play a center or a power forward at 5,900. What do you got for me, Mike? All right, center or power forward at 5,900. Um, initial look, it's probably looking like Mario Hazonia or Derek Favors again. I'm going to go with Derek Favors because, you know, I'd like to keep it simple there. We're going to use him on FanDuel. I think that he's in a really good spot. Uh, now that Rubio is out, I'm kind of adjusting my projections on the fly here because with Rubio just getting ruled out. And the usage is looking good for Derek Favors tonight. All right, let's get a draft done real quick. Mike, you have sent me the invite. We had a very close match last night. I think you beat me by four points. Uh, I'm not taking it easy on you like I did last time, though. You actually, I'm going to call you out because I didn't during the show. I was trying to make everything seem professional. You picked the wrong player, auto-drafted your first pick yesterday, and then I allowed you to have the guy that you said you took. You did. That was very generous. I'm not going to auto-draft today, though. I'm going to take Anthony Davis, number one overall. Of course you are. I wish you would have auto-drafted. I will take James Harden first, and I like. we didn't talk a lot about Russell Westbrook, but I'm still taking Russell Westbrook. If I can start a draft with Westbrook and Harden, I'm pretty happy. Uh, yeah, you're definitely happy with that. I kind of was hoping you were going to get a little sneaky there and go somewhere else, but that's all right. Uh, you haven't left me with a ton at guard. I'm going to take Victor Oladipo. I think that he's going to do that thing again, and then after Oladipo, I'm going to look to forward because I know there are still several centers that I want to play, and I'm going to get Kevin Durant in there. So I have filled my guard position up with my first two picks. That doesn't feel great. Um, at the man, like I don't. This is this is the great part about draft is you end up taking guys that we don't necessarily love as values. But Andre Drummond isn't ten thousand dollars on draft. He is the same price as all the other centers, and he is the best center play tonight. So I'll take him, and then I'm really going to just, this is going to bug you a lot, but I'm taking Michael Beasley. That is going to bug me. Uh, it really bugs me that you got Andre Drummond because we just got some injury news here, and the Atlanta Hawks are going to be without Dennis Schroeder, Ursan Ilyasova, and Kent Bazemore tonight. Uh, so look for Drummond to just absolutely destroy them. Uh, now I need a guard and a center. I think I'm going to go ahead and take, ooh, give me Chris Paul. And then... For my uh, for my center pick, you know, I, I wish that you had left Drummond because I, I do like Andre Drummond. Uh, but I'm going to take Dwight Howard. Uh, I think that the revenge is real here, so Dwight Howard. Okay, I'm going to make my final pick in just a second, and we have absolutely no time left. But if you can, when I when I make my pick, just give us two or three Hawks names with all those guys out. They are going to be the value plays now. And yeah. I will go ahead and take, let's see, I need a forward Oh, I'm going to take Blake Griffin. 
Just make it easy. So I've got Harden, Westbrook, Beasley, Blake, and Drummond. You've got Oladipo, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and Dwight Howard. I am projected to beat you by 14.3 points in 30 seconds or left. Who who are you considering playing from the Hawks now? Uh, number one pick of the day now is going to be Tyler Dorsey, uh, a point guard. He, you know, we had a few games where he played in the mid-20s, scored around a fantasy point a minute. Looking for him to do the same. He's going to be a great play on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, other than that, we already mentioned Torian Prince. I think he's someone you can look at. And then John Collins, Dwayne Dedman, you know, very difficult matchup with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. But those are the guys we're going to be looking at now that Urson has been ruled out. That'll do it for the Sportsline DFS podcast. We are off for the All-Star break, but we will talk to you again next Tuesday. <laughs>